The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. This is a daily podcast from the Beijing Winter Olympic Games. We'll preview some of the very best events with some of the most engaging conversations from the Olympics. Now, have you seen on the coverage... This little panda mascot. People are going absolutely crazy for it here in China. The toy version of the little fella, who's actually called Bing Dwen Dwen, it's gone viral on social media here as well. I saw a video with people literally like queuing around the block just to get their hands on one. Putting it mildly, there's a lot of excitement here in China for the Winter Olympics, it seems. Today, we have Olympic gold medals up for grabs in alpine skiing, biathlon, curling, cross-country skiing, freestyle skiing, luge, snowboard and speed skating. We're going to hear from two people today. Coming up later is women's mogul skiing Olympic champion, Jakara Anthony. But first, Nathan Chen was already the holder of a bronze Olympic medal before the Games. He's picked up a silver one in the team competition for the USA. So there's just one colour missing from his collection. The three-time world champion is one of the favourites in the men's singles, which starts today. Nick McCarvel sat down with Nathan to talk about mental health. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. I think definitely mental health is a is a constant, uh, you know, work in progress for every single person. Um, I'm starting to work with a sports psychologist, and you know, it's been really, really helpful having someone to talk to, um, both in the world of sport and the world out of sport as well. You know, there are always things that um, help you along your journey, and there are other things that'll hinder you on your journey. So it's it's really helpful to be able to recognize which is which and be able to um, try to emphasize the things that are beneficial. I started working with my sports psychologist about a year ago, I would say. Actually, not quite that long. I would say after Worlds of last season. So, you know, for a couple months, we've been working together now. Um, and he's been awesome. He's uh, very well experienced, works with a lot of great people. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just great to be able to have, like, fresh perspectives on how to, you know, how to gear my mindset, how to prepare myself mentally. Um, I would say he's definitely more of a, you know, mental performance coach. Um, but still, at the same time, of course, he's you know, a psychologist uh, at heart. So it's, it's nice to be able to have that on my team as well. Take us with you, like center ice, your name is called, whether it be a senior B or the Olympics, like what are the emotions or feelings that run through you and how have you kind of learned to harness that better over the years? So as soon as I start my program or I get on the ice for my competitions, you know, it starts off being like, what are the most important things to focus on technically, at least for me? Um, like, what are the key points that I have to remember to make sure that I can skate as well as I would like to skate? Um, and then as soon as the music clicks on, it's much easier to like sort of gear into this, the story or whatever it is that um, either I have come up with or Shaylin has helped me come up with. Um, but ultimately, you know, once the music starts, you're trying to delve into a character that's not necessarily your own. Um, and it can be your own, it can, it doesn't necessarily have to be your own and it really depends on the music it depends on the program and the content and the character um but i think ultimately when it comes down to the feeling of being on the ice um it, it's there's a really huge music tie-in and sort of that's how i'm able to switch into into the character of whoever i'm skating to i think being able to find the balance between you know the movement and the music and and then of course the technical elements um number one comes down to training you know how you're able to train it a lot of this is it's 
this is a routine that we've done many, many, many times in training. So it's not something that we're doing for the first time in competition. Um, so a lot of the places to breathe, the places to rest, the places to um, attack, they're all pre-planned essentially um, and, and you know, trained in day after day. Um, but then on top of that, of course, like at competition, there's a whole, bunch, host, whole host of other variables that perhaps you weren't really predicting or um, it's just, it's of course, like having people to watch you, having judges that are judging you. It's of course, it's a very different experience. Um, but again, I just try to remember and tap back into the music. And that's something that, you know, I always try to skate to music that I really love. Even if I wasn't skating to it, it's something that I would listen to. Um, and that helps me just, you know, stay grounded, stay geared into what I'm trying to attempt. Um, and then just either allow my body to go on autopilot or just focus on few things and try to keep my, my mind uh, as clear as possible. I felt like we already kind of talked about this a little bit, but when you look at the mental health piece and you want to give advice to younger skaters who are coming up, what do you feel like are a couple of the things that you've learned that you want to say, oh, this is how you can better take care of you? I think there are definitely a few things that I would like to, if I had the opportunity to tell my younger self or you know other younger skaters, um, it's number one, build a great team around you. Um, you know, fortunately, I've been finding the right pieces to bring into my team and and people that can help me. Um, you know, one person can't do everything. You know, you need to have a whole host of people that are experienced in different sort of avenues that can help you towards your goals. Um, and I'm just really lucky to have the people that I that I have. Um, and then on top of that, you know. Those people will do their jobs and they will and you have to like have faith that they will do that. And the rest of the time, focus on your what your roles are. Um, but when you're no longer in that specific skating role, switch over to a role that is whether it's, you know, for yourself or f hanging out with other people. But you have to switch into a different role that's not skating or not athletic based. And I think that's something that that I've learned to sort of sort of do. Um, I think that it's really easy to to skate and then focus on skating and go home and still think about skating. Um, and that just doesn't give you the time to sort of rest and recover the way that you should. Um, and I think that, you know, inherently puts a lot of stress on ourselves and is, you know, detrimental to our mental health. Olympic Channel Podcast. Jakara Anthony's performance to win gold for Australia in the women's moguls was frankly spectacular. It crowned what was an unbelievable day for Australia, who picked up two medals, the best ever haul for the country, in a single day at the Winter Olympics. Jakara actually came fourth at the last Olympics, but for her, this was no redemption story. A lot of people talk to me about my fourth place in Pyeongchang, like it was something that... I was disappointed with, but that wasn't the case at all. It was a personal best result for me at the time. And I have no disappointment looking back on it whatsoever. You can always be like, well, what if, or could have done this, could have done that. But the reality is it's the best result I'd ever come away with. And I was so proud of what I was able to achieve there. And to come out and really have utilized that four years since then to develop all these skills that I can bring into these games and to have all that hard work that myself and my team around me have put in pay off is such an incredible feeling. The couple days waiting around in between qualifications and finals were, they were pretty tough, but finally getting out on snow to ski in the finals training, I was like, all right, we're on here. I can do this and knew what I was capable of. I was able to execute to the best of my ability and able to get myself into a position to let myself do what I was capable of. And that's something that I've been working really hard towards being able to achieve because it's tough to not limit yourself. It's really tough. 
and it's been a hard skill to learn but I'm so happy to have had the support to be able to learn that skill and really let that show when it counts most. Through anyone's sporting career there's a lot of highs a lot of lows and I think Everyone's experienced them. I've experienced them, but the thing that gets you through them is the support network you have behind you. And so fortunate in Australia and particularly in the mobile team to have such great support network behind us. The team, all my teammates, my coaches, sports psychologists, strength and conditioning coaches, like the list just goes on and on. There are so many people behind the scenes just working to give you what you need. And whether that's through the good times or the bad times, they're there no matter what. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. What a performance from Jakara. I literally can't stop thinking about it. It was so incredible. Right then, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together. See you very soon. Think, Think like an Olympian. Olympian.